an epic matchup between your two favorite teams. And you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie. I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. 
Monday morning, everybody. How are you? I hope you had a great weekend. It's me, Jason McIntyre, on Straight Fire, September 14th, our first NFL Sunday of the season in the books. It was glorious. I mean, so many places to start. I was thinking, do we do the Cowboys-Rams? A lot of Cowboys fans are ticked off about the late pass interference. Do we start with the Patriots? You know, Patriots, hey, listen, uh, Cam Newton got a win. Everybody's all excited and geeked. I have a really interesting Patriots take. I had some write-in votes for the L.A. Clippers choke job, but no, I'm not starting with the NBA on an NFL Sunday. We'll get to NBA much later. I've got to start with what I thought was the biggest story, the biggest game of the weekend. Saints-Bucks. In you know, I thought this game would play out pretty much the way it did. The Saints came out on top, and everybody wants to kill Tom Brady. Oh, he was terrible. He had two interceptions. Tom Brady's stock is so overvalued, we should start calling him Tesla. You know, Tom Brady's so bad. Oh, he was awful. The pick six. Just take a deep breath, folks. Okay, we're talking about a 43-year-old quarterback with no preseason, new team, new city, new receivers, new playbook, new head coach. I got to confess, I didn't think Brady was awful. Now, was he great? No. Was he close to very good? No. He looked better than... Peyton Manning, when Peyton was terrible for the Broncos and was able to do just enough and game manage them to a Super Bowl, and the defense took it from there and shut down Cam and won a Super Bowl. I actually think if I'm a Bucs fan, I've got three pretty positive takeaways. Okay, we had Mike Evans, one of the top seven receivers in the league, who was at maybe 50%. He had one catch for two yards. And we're going to have Mike Evans healthy too. Okay, so let's uh, let's relax on the Mike Evans. We missed him badly. Okay, Godwin had a good game, but we missed Mike Evans. Number two, Brady actually was kind of good. He had 4.8 yards per play is not excellent for, for Brady and the Bucs. But they had more first downs than the Saints, higher yards per play, more total yards. L- listen, Tom Brady actually outplayed Drew Brees. People aren't going to want to hear that. But Drew Brees was very bad. I mean, Drew Brees looked shot. I know he's had problems late in the season, but Drew Brees just started the last few seasons very good, and then he kind of peters out because old guys get tired. And I thought Drew Brees looked quite bad. Uh, the Saints really struggled to move the football. But the biggest takeaway, the biggest plus for Tom Brady and the Bucks, is how good that defense was. Are you kidding me? The Saints couldn't move the football. They totally shut down Drew Brees, Kamara, Michael Thomas. I mean, Michael Thomas, who led the league in like every receiving category, was on a milk carton Sunday. He couldn't get open. He could do nothing. Mike Thomas, nothing. Non-factor because of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Here's the real good news. If you're looking big picture, forest through the trees. You don't want to get caught in the weeds. It's one week. A lot of people are going to overreact. The reality is, when you can hold Michael Thomas to three catches for 17 yards, Tom Brady had one bad interception. The pick six was terrible, okay? The other interception, if you look at the replay on YouTube, it looked like a miscommunication with Evans, who kind of turned, and the pass was either the wrong place or Evans made the wrong move. And, you know, hey, listen, it was an overthrow. It wasn't good. I'm not saying Brady was great, but if you remove those two plays, he was not terrible. I think there's a lot to build on. Remember, this is week one. Bucks defense, excellent. You're playing, you know, a top a top 10 defense in New Orleans. And, you know, you, you really sputtered there in the second half and lost. So I know everybody's going to be crushing Tom Brady today. Honestly, my takeaway, 
It wasn't that bad, and guess what? You know I love to value and bargain hunt. Tomorrow, when week one is totally done and the Monday Night Football games are over, you're going to see the gambling markets come out with the new futures, and the Tampa Bay Bucks Super Bowl odds are going to go down a little bit. To me, just like the Tesla analogy earlier, this is a buy on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm telling you, when you start out against a very tough team, it's only going to get easier. I didn't think Tom Brady, Tampa, Tam, I didn't think he was awful. Okay, next I want to go to the Patriots-Dolphins game, which I was fascinated by because it was so damn ugly. Uh, in the past, you know, Brady and Belichick, they would get move-in, tempo, quick throws, uh, a lot of excitement. This was three yards in a cloud of dust. And the, my big takeaway from the Patriots is, and I've, I've talked about the theme of reinvention in my little slice of the world. I was at a newspaper and then I went to a magazine and I could see media was changing. And that's when I started a sports blog and I kind of reinvented myself as a blogger, sold the blog. But then you could see by like 2015, social media was taking over and I could see like, okay, social media has got a bigger impact than blogs and social media is going nowhere. So maybe I start to diversify. And that's when I made a move to radio, and I was fortunate enough to get to TV, and now you move to a podcast. You've constantly got to reinvent yourself. And the theme I like is, the best one ever, is Madonna. Okay? She was an 80s pop star, and then she said, you know what? No, 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 I'm, uh, I'm going to try movies. And then she goes and does Evita, which I remember seeing in the theater with a girlfriend at the time. And then Madonna goes and does uh, this Ray of Light album, and she totally changes it's like, who is this person? She keeps reinventing herself, and that's how you have a long career, a positive, lucrative, lengthy career. Madonna's still relevant now. I mean, I, the other one I like is Bradley Cooper, who came out in movies, and he was frat guy, okay? He was awesome in Wedding Crashers. He's a jerk. He's party guy from the uh, Rob G. What's the, what are those Vegas movies? Hangover, okay? Uh, Bradley Cooper decides, you know what? I'm more than frat guy party guy. I want to go do, you know, the military movies. And he pivots to that. And then he comes and does A Star is Born. And Bradley Cooper, people are like, oh, Bradley Cooper is reinventing himself. And he's going to have an awesome, lengthy career. The New England Patriots are doing that. Remember, this is a franchise that had been Tom Brady, and they had Randy Moss, and they had the two tight ends with Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. And they rode Corey Dillon, the running back, and they had an awesome defense back in the day. And Belichick constantly is reinventing the Patriots. You know what I saw? A team that had 217 rushing yards. On a day when there wasn't, I'm pretty sure, Rob G, you can fact check this. I don't think there was a 100-yard rusher Sunday. Kyler Murray was at 100, then had to take a couple knees and ended up under. But the Patriots had 217 rushing yards. We're in a passing league, right? That's all anybody wants to talk about. And what does Cam Newton come out and do? And he rushes 15 times, 75 yards, two touchdowns. Now, I do want to caution you folks. Cam Newton's not going to hold up if he's carrying 15 yards a game. That is unsustainable. It just, it will not happen. So they had a nice win. They held the ball. The Dolphins stink, as I predicted. Uh, you know, the clock is ticking for Tua. But I, I was really impressed what I saw from the Patriots. Belichick reinventing without Tom Brady. Then let's get to the big Cowboys-Rams Sunday night football game. I was financially invested in the Rams. Uh, I actually had a pretty good weekend with my picks. Uh, we'll get to that later. Best bet was a flop, but it happens. And I was on the Rams, so I'm probably not the best guy to ask this. 
the OPI on Michael Gallup. He beats Jalen Ramsey. He had him beat, and then he pushes off late uh, and gets the flag. It wiped out a big play, would have put the Cowboys in field goal range. And obviously Dak could not complete the fourth down, and the Cowboys lose. Um, quickly on that offensive pass interference, I mean, listen, it's it's a it's a judgment call by the refs, and I got screwed by one earlier with uh, AJ Green in the end zone against the Chargers, and now his I think was more an arm and a half push off. Gallup was just one, but Jalen Ramsey sold it. Uh, the bigger picture with the Cowboys, my big takeaway is number one. You lose Leighton Van Der Esch, your great linebacker, to a broken collarbone. You lose lose your tight end, Blake Jarwin. Sounds like a serious injury. Going to be a long-term one. And Dak Prescott, six second-half drives, and they totaled three points. They failed in the red zone. They could have kicked a field goal to tie it. They went for seven, failed. And I got to say, like, I know Mike McCarthy's going to get beat up. This is what you want to watch today is do people go after Mike McCarthy or do people go after Dak Prescott? And for whatever reason, the media has this soft spot for Dak. I didn't think he was particularly great against what I thought would be a soft Rams D. Um, but, you know, his offensive line just could not stop Aaron Donald. Um, Ezekiel Elliott had a strong game, 96 yards and a touchdown. But I, I still haven't seen it from Dak, folks. But I'm not selling the Cowboys because the schedule lightens up considerably. Again, I don't want to overreact to the Cowboys' opening loss. The final game I want to touch on, it's not the Jets. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about the Jets, but it was the quarterback that impressed me most, Aaron Rodgers. Holy cow, was he phenomenal. Aaron Rodgers, not sacked. I mean, the Vikings didn't touch him. Dude was wearing a tuxedo in the pocket. Rodgers throws for 364 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, the Green Bay Packers maybe the most impressive performance on Sunday. They held the ball for 41 minutes. The Vikings defense is so bad. And we told you about this in the preview. I tried to tell you guys. Six new defensive starters for the Vikings. Okay? No Stefan Diggs. Did you see this? Kirk Cousins had five pass attempts in the first half. That's it. Five pass attempts in the first half. The, the game was 8-7 late first half. And then the Packers get a bing-bang, touchdown, touchdown. And then nobody played defense in the fourth quarter. Packers rolled. Um, Green Bay Packers, 522 yards. I'm not saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going overboard. For me, the Vikings were a total and complete embarrassment. I I thought the Vikings were terrible defensively. I think there's a lot more to come on that front. Let me quickly, I just want to quickly buzz through the other games. I do want to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles because... If you guys follow my picks on Fox Sports, you know, I'm in that circa million-dollar contest. I really, I even went on Cowherd's show Friday, and I really hyped up the Washington football team's matchup against the Eagles. You know, their their offensive line is in shambles. Okay, they had two starters down, and now Lane Johnson was hurt. So three starters down, okay? And uh, listen. I, I saw all the, the comments about Carson Wentz needs to get rid of the football quicker. Listen, the biggest crack in Philly isn't the Liberty Bell, okay? It is the Eagles' offensive line. I'm telling you, this thing is a mash unit. The Red, sorry, the Washington football team, eight sacks. They sacked him eight times. Chase Young, the rookie, had one and a half. You know, the Eagles actually led this game 17-0, and I, there was some mild panic on my part, but it was early. And the Eagles choked that lead away so fast. I thought I was watching the Clippers. 
Honestly, I mean, it was 17-0 Eagles. Next thing you know, boom. Redskins, 24-17, and the Redskins win by... I'm sorry, the Washington football team wins by 10. Listen, I'm going to accidentally slip in the R word. Washington was by no means great. It was more about that defensive front annihilating, just eviscerating the Eagles' offensive line. It it, it got destroyed. Now, I'll quickly talk about my Jets, because when I talk to Cowherd on Sunday, we usually talk on Sundays about what we see, and he said that the Jets looked like the worst team he saw, and they were not very good, okay? Um, Somebody joked to me that the Jets' new sponsor should be Chick-fil-A because they're closed on Sundays. They just don't show up. The Jets no-showed. They were down 21-0 at the drop of a hat. It was embarrassing. I was a little upset. Um, Jets actually got lucky that Josh Allen fumbled twice. By the way, Bills fans are attacking me on Twitter that I was killing Josh Allen. He had his first career 300-yard passing game. Meanwhile, it was dink and dunk city, okay? 6.2 yards per attempt. Like, come on. If you watch that game, Josh Allen is sharpening his short passes because we know he can't throw deep. And then he overthrew a guy in the end zone. Listen, they should have beat the Jets by 30. The Bills should have opened a can on him, but they were 3-for-8 in the red zone. Um, but this is more about the Jets. Like, they're going to get crushed in the New York papers today. It's, it's going to be ugly. Um, Adam Gaze's relationship is so bad with the team. It's like Will Smith thinks this marriage is on the rocks. Uh, Will Smith, obviously, you know his story and uh, all the memes that have flown around. But Adam Gaze is in some trouble, folks. Uh, that's obvious. And the Jets do not look good. I'm not going to talk about them having the worst the worst record in the league in the first pick. But that's kind of my quick buzz through. I do want to give props to Kyler Murray. What a performance. Great win outright against the Niners who need receivers badly. Um, but I could go deep into every game and spend an hour breaking it down. Um... Rob G, anything that I missed big picture on NFL that you want to challenge me on or perhaps uh, you think the listeners would be interested in that I might have missed? Well, there's two things I think that you missed. One of them being the most impressive win of the day was the Las Vegas Raiders traveling west to east (laughs) for a 10 a.m. Pacific start time in a hostile road environment and came away with the road win. So, you know, shout out to the Raiders on that one. Uh, <laughs> You're right. But by the way, that was the game I watched least. I, I, I haven't been able to do a deep dive. I know Jacobs had a field day. Um, but uh, yeah, nice win for your Raiders, huh? Is Henry yeah, Ruggs okay? I saw him go down. Too. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was good. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for it. Okay. Um, no, but you know what? In all seriousness, the, the thing that I think that you're being a little too dismissive about is in that Saints-Bucks game, you did about five minutes on Tom Brady and how you're not concerned at all. I would be very concerned if I was a Bucks fan, but even more importantly, I'd be very concerned if I was a Saints fan because I thought both of those quarterbacks looked like two old, washed-up guys. <laughs> Drew Brees saved for like a 40-yard pass. I believe it was to Jared Cook down the left sideline because yeah. it was a busted coverage. Wasn't throwing anything beyond five yards. There's a reason Michael Thomas was one of the duds of the day in a lot of fantasy football oh, circles because he he, they, they weren't looking anything beyond six, seven yards. I mean, Alvin Kamara saved my fantasy team because he had those those two short touchdowns, but it wasn't because, you know, Drew Brees was threatening the defense in any kind of way. And Tom Brady, other than him being old, which, you know, he did look old, and I think the biggest thing to me, though, and I believe it was Ben Volan from, uh, the I think he's at the Boston Globe who right. pointed this out on Twitter. Tom Brady's biggest problem going back to New England 
wasn't always the talent around him because we all know it wasn't the, the best. It was that he never did a good job of working in new receivers. He had his core group of guys that he really liked. You know, it's usually a guy who's about 5'10", 185 pounds, light-skinned, working in the middle of the field. <laughs> oh, That's usually what he liked. And it's not like they didn't have talent. I mean, he had Chad Johnson didn't work over there for him. He had Nikhil Harry, a first-round pick, didn't work out for him. Mohamed Sanu recently didn't work out for him. It's because Tom Brady is comfortable with certain guys, and it takes him a while to trust new weapons and new receivers. And you could tell, just like you referenced on that interception he threw, he did not look comfortable with any of those guys. Mm. Uh, he looked like he was in a new system. He had no offseason. He didn't really have the uh, the arm strength, which he never really had a big arm to begin with. But he looked old, and he looked uncomfortable. And if I'm a Bucks fan and I am have illusions of a Super Bowl, I think you got to pump the brakes a little bit. I think all those people in Vegas are, are saying, you know, I know we have a lot of liability on this one. Go ahead and put more money on the Bucks because it's not happening for these guys. Interesting. I mean, you uh, listen, we have seen overreactions before. I mean, team, uh, plenty of teams have started 0-1, 0-2, and rebounded fine. Next up, they host Carolina, which just got shredded by your boy Derek Carr and, and, and Jacobs, okay? Ta- Tom Brady's going to round into form pretty quickly. Then he has to go to Denver. Then they play the Chargers. By the way, the Chargers look terrible against the Bengals. They got so lucky to win that game. Um, this schedule softens up, man. They then face Chicago. Like I'm telling you, they're gonna they they might stumble on the road in Denver. Let's see how Denver looks tonight. But I can see people selling Brady all week, and then Brady, next thing you know, you look up and the Bucks are four and one. Brady's completing sixty five percent. And Ronald Jones, by the way, USC guy, looked pretty good running the football. Um, Leonard Fournette looked terrible. But I, I, again, it, it's how do you prevent yourself from making overreactions in week one? Like, you know, I entered that the winner of this gambling contest. There's like three thousand people in it. The winner gets like one point four million, and I'm sweating these games, folks. Like my kids are coming around and they're talking and. Let's just, you know, it was like Joe Burrow had an unbelievably bad, like, shovel pass interception that let the Chargers back in. And I just lose it, you know, and I'm I'm sweating these games hardcore. And I try to, put, at the end of the day, pull back so that I don't overreact like, oh, my gosh, Burrow was terrible. Joe Burrow was kind of good. I mean, he was all right. And, and if you if you have these ra- irrational reactions, they, they carry over to the next week. And I, I just... I, with no preseason, Rob G, I, I don't want to crush anybody um, at all. Uh, again, this is the first live action these guys have had since, geez, uh, for most teams, like December. You know, the playoff team's January. But no preseason at all. I, I, I thought we saw some sloppy football, especially in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, let's not overreact to what we saw in week one. All right, quickly, I do want to go into Monday Night Football. And just, I kind of love the opening Monday Night Football tonight just because there's two games and, you know, they start early and obviously, you know, my afternoon is going to be consumed out here in L.A. watching uh, both games. I actually, you know, I don't want to talk too much about Steelers-Giants because, uh, hint, hint, we may be talking about it in the best bet. But I think Titans-Broncos is fascinating because, you know, the Tennessee Titans, like, when you saw what happened to the Colts, as eight-point favorites lose outright in Jacksonville? I mean, the Colts had a monster day. If you listen to Friday's podcast, um, 
Adam Chernoff came on and made a case that the Colts could destroy Jacksonville like 50 to nothing. And it was compelling. And I put some money on the Colts and they did not show up. Now, they didn't show up with the win or the cover. But if you look at the box score, they almost had two times the amount of yards that Jacksonville did. They simply imploded in the red zone, similar to the Rams. Like, the red zone is massive. And I'll be digging into these numbers. Obviously, one week, you don't want to, you know, read too much into them. But if Tennessee, which was number one in the red zone in the second half of the season under Tannehill, if they put a hurting on the Broncos tonight, there's a good chance I misread Tennessee and they're going to roll in that division. We've already seen the Texans soil themselves. We know the Jaguars are, Jaguars are nothing special. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. And for the Colts to lose, if the Titans come out and bury the Broncos, remember, no Von Miller. Um, I don't know if we're going to see Bradley Chubb. I don't know if we're going to see Cortland Sutton. Uh, A lot of injuries on Denver. That's a big game uh, for the Titans. They win that one, and they could serve notice that maybe they're a team in the AFC that I had not considered. Oh, we forgot about Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens. How about them? Pretty impressive, destroying the Browns. But I also want to save that for best bet because the Browns were my best bet. Just briefly on the Steelers. Um, the New York Giants have been like the worst team in New York. Yes, worse than the Bills and the Jets for the last couple of years. They've been fading fast. They were, everybody was so excited when they had Odell Beckham. The Giants have a chance to get out of the basement if they show up 
at MetLife tonight against the Steelers. Obviously, these are two of the most storied franchises in league history. Uh, no fans at the stadium, obviously. The guy to watch, I think, is Danny Dimes. We've seen quarterbacks crumble under pressure. We know he has the fumbleitis, uh, and the Steelers have one of the best pass rushes in the league. I uh, I really like the Steelers tonight. All right, so that wraps up Sunday. That briefly takes us through the Monday night football games. Now, if we could pivot to the NBA. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com, and now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on L.A., to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel, think, and fall in love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. The funniest thing about the NBA is nobody even knew what time Game 6 Clippers-Nuggets was on Sunday. It's funny, the NBA kind of wedged it in there, maybe to keep it under the radar. I joked on Twitter that the NBA wanted to bury the game so when the refs gave it to the Clippers, uh, nobody would notice. Listen, NBA might have tried, but the Clippers didn't want it. Oh my goodness, folks. I preface this by saying I didn't watch a minute of the game. However... The beauty of the internet is you can go on YouTube within like an hour or two hours after the game and people have put like every highlight that matters on YouTube. So I went after the football games were done and I watched the Nuggets go on a 30-8 to run in the second half. I don't think you guys understand just how bad of choke artists the Clippers are. They led by 19 in the third quarter and ended up losing by double digits. Like, how how does that happen against the Nuggets? So, you guys know we had Preston Johnson on last week, a big gambler. He's been telling me for weeks, the Clippers are the team. The Clippers are going to win. The Clippers are better. They're deeper, blah, blah, blah. And after game five, I texted him, I'm like, hold up. The Clippers now blew a fourth quarter lead against the Nuggets, and they lost an entire game beginning to end against the Nuggets. And you still think the Clippers are the best? And he was starting to waver. And now game six happens. 
They have now blown two big second half leads against the Denver Nuggets. I don't understand if you if you guys are comprehending. Like nobody thought this series could go seven. No, not even Denver Nuggets players, I'm sure. Come on. Everybody thought the Lakers had the toughest road. Oh, they've got to face the Blazers. The Blazers are so hot. They just dispatched the Blazers in five. Lakers have to face the Rockets. Man, the Rockets are so dangerous. The three-point variants. Lakers dispatched the Rockets in five. Meanwhile, Clippers get to play the Mavs. Luka had never been in the playoffs before. And they struggled. They lose two games to the Mavs. And now they're struggling against the Denver Nuggets. They can't contain Jokic. I mean, this stat is, I don't even, I don't know how this is real. Gary Harris of the Nuggets, good player, right? 16 points. Yeah, if he's scoring 16, the Clippers are in trouble. That's more points than Patrick Beverly, Zubaz, Morris, and Harrell combined. Gary Harris outscored three Clipper starters and the sixth man of the year combined. Montrez Harrell, I mean, he's starting to look a little unplayable against Jokic. He has no clue how to defend the pick and roll, and Jokic just owns him. Patrick Beverly, who, who by the way, is this dog. I mean, Broussard, my guy, has been telling me Patrick Beverly's a dog. And Clippers got these dogs. Patrick Beverly fouled out in 18 minutes. He, I mean, 10 minutes left in the game, and he fouled out. Like, well, who is this guy? Why are we giving so much credit to Patrick Beverly? Okay, Rondo's a bigger dog than Patrick Beverly. By the way, the coolest NBA moment of the weekend. Rajon Rondo's brother talking trash to Russell Westbrook on the foul line and Rondo's brother getting thrown out of the stadium or the arena or the gym or whatever. They kicked him out for talking trash to Westbrook. Of course, Westbrook started it, but now I've gotten off the, uh, off the Clippers. I just, I just, I don't know how we can take the Clippers that serious. This isn't like one half or one blown game or even two. They've lost three games to the Denver Nuggets. And I'm not, you know, we're not going to go in deep yet. I think on tomorrow's podcast, we'll probably go a little longer uh, about Nuggets game seven against the Clippers. But it's a shock that it's here. The Lakers, by the way, will get six days rest because I I think I read game one will be Friday. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, or Lakers, Nuggets. Um, Denver, by the way, fun fact, 5-0 and this year when facing elimination. They were down 3-1 to the Jazz. And uh, they were down 3-1 to the Clippers. I'm shocked. Uh, This this Clippers team is so... If they lose this game, by the way, oh, boy. I think Paul George is a fall guy. I saw a bunch of Clippers fans during NFL Sunday. I saw a bunch of NBA stuff in my timeline, just Paul George slander. He went over 30 points. And they're like, get him out of here. Oh, my gosh. Can we get Jimmy Butler? Um, Speaking of... um, Jimmy Butler and the Heat play the Celtics in Game 1 Tuesday. We'll preview that tomorrow. I want to like the Celtics here. Something's keeping me off it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And um, I don't think we're going to do a postmortem on the Rockets. Uh, Rob G called this after the Lakers won. I think it was Game 3. Rob G was like, Lakers in 5. And the Lakers, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rob D, any thoughts on the choking dogs that are the Rockets? You want to talk about your boy Harden, Westbrook? What do you got? Pour one out for my guy Russell Westbrook, who's only only one who actually had some fight in him in game uh, five. Yeah, down 29 talking. Hey, that's fine. Fight. It's more than what James Harden had. James Harden had the most empty 30-point game I've ever seen. He looked like he had no interest in being there. He's like, 
Daniel Howes, where did you get that girl in your room? Tell her to meet me afterwards. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. I'm about to be out of here anyways. One of the funniest tweets I saw, Rob G, was it, you know, Harden blocking Lou Dort's shot in Game 7. All that did was ruin Daniel House's marriage. <laughs> what a funny... I could not stop laughing Saturday. I was like, it was a waste. We got crushed in the series and Daniel House's marriage is ruined. He's going to be paying alimony for 20 years. Oh, just devastating. But like Mike D'Antoni, the news Sunday that he's not coming back. Like, I don't know where they go. You know, they can't get out of Russell Westbrook's contract. 142 mil left on that bad boy. I, I don't know. They're in a catch-22. The, the issue with them is that they are built a certain way to play a certain style, and none of the guys that they have have as much value elsewhere in a different system. The only guy, and I was kind of playing with the uh, ESPN trade machine, trying to figure out where okay. they could send somebody. I mean, unless you think that Eric Gordon has some value that I'm not sure about, maybe you can get him to Indiana because the rumor is that Mike D'Antoni is going to go to the Pacers and coach that team. Really? Maybe huh. maybe you can get Miles Turner for him and you can have some legitimate big man on your roster, but you're not trading Russell Westbrook's contract. James Harden, mm. you would look terrible if you traded him, even if that is the the smarter thing to do in the big picture. They're kind of stuck. And, and the funny thing is the best guy for that team is Mike D'Antoni. 
The problem is we just know how it ends. Interesting. So Eric Gordon is an Indiana guy. I think he's from Bloomington. He played for the Hoosiers. That's interesting. Gordon, I just uh, does he fit with Oladipo and Brogdon? But then there's some chatter that Oladipo may be looking elsewhere. Um, Miles Turner and Sabonis is kind of duplication for in Indiana. That that's that's in, that's not bad, Rob G. Uh, that isn't terrible. I don't I don't hate that. Um, so I guess uh, we'll wrap up with this. Uh, we'll do much no NBA tonight. First time in weeks. There's no NBA games, and then tomorrow's podcast we'll dive a little deeper. And uh, a quickly reminder: subscribe, rate, and review. This is the week we will be picking Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We'll be picking three five-star reviews on iTunes. And don't, you know, I, I know p- people use their fake names or some funny handle or whatever. You know, the best three reviews, the five stars, obviously, I will Venmo you $100. And uh, by the way, my mom who texted me, Jason, can I get $100? You're ineligible, mom. Sorry if you're listening. Um, but... We will. I uh, will send it Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Listen, it, it ain't. It's it's hundred dollars here. Um, I think we'll probably do this what once a month, uh, once every two months, quarterly. I don't know. The reason is because I'm crushing it on the gambling front. Uh, if you guys have seen my NBA picks, super hot. NFL had a good opening weekend, so five star review, and I'll Venmo you a hundred dollars to the best ones. Be witty, be funny, and Rob G will pick them. Maybe I'll. Uh, I'll have a guest picker for one of them. Uh, I haven't fully thought that through. but uh, So that's in play later in the week. And uh, I guess it's time for the best bet. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Our vast network has the NFL's best talent bringing you right into the action each week. There's always room to add more football into your podcast rotation, and our vast group of shows will surely keep you up to date with everything you need to know surrounding the National Football League. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. everybody, I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. You may know me from Game Day View or Game Day Morning on NFL Network. Basically any shows with the word game in it, odds are you'll find me there. Every week I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, like breaking down games, questioning Tom Brady's genetic makeup. It's going to be great! I'm also doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. 
We want to hear from you, fans of the NFL. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Did you commit a misdemeanor crime when you were 12 and need to tell somebody about it? Please, for the love of Roger Goodell, do not tell me. I can be held accountable. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. So the first NFL best bet was a flop. The Browns no-showed. And I and I hate when I get so excited about a best bet. And I talk about it, I talk about it, I talk about it. And then it flops because there was other games I liked. The Cardinals hit. I gave out the Cardinals an outright win on Cowherd Show and they deliver. I give out the uh, Washington Football Club outright winner on Cowherd Show. They hit. And, you know, other bets that, that hit. In, and I give out the Browns here and I look like an idiot. So best bet now, 14-6-2. Just a bad read by me. Listen, I'm not selling the Browns, but they were quite bad. Um inept defensively, had some injuries, and could not really move the football. This was over early in the third quarter. Let's just never speak of this game again and move on. The best bet for Monday night, and I'm getting chalky with it, Pittsburgh Steelers favored by five and a half. I have tried to ask myself, why do I like this game so much? And everything keeps coming back to Pittsburgh's better defensively. Pittsburgh's better offensively. Pittsburgh has the better quarterback. They're better in the trenches. I trust the Pittsburgh kicker more. I can't find an advantage for the Giants. And that's, I guess, the scary part. Because there's, it's quite possible that I just, I'm missing something. I, I don't know what it is, but it's entirely possible that I am totally missing something on the Steelers. But I feel like they totally control this game. They should be able to run. They should be able to pass. Unless Big Ben is shot coming off the injury. Um, and Minka Fitzpatrick loses his mind and the cornerbacks can't cover. And the Giants do have some good skill position players, but I've seen nothing that I like about the New York Giants, and I am going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers. I got five, I see a five and a half this morning, so I've taken it. It's probably going to be gone if you listen to this podcast later in the day, but hopefully that hits for the best bet. All right, everybody, this was a glorious first NFL Sunday. We're going to do this. Uh, hopefully till the end of time. I'm having so much fun on this podcast. Remember, hit me up on social media. Five-star reviews. Somebody, three guys are three guys or girls are going to get $100 venmo to you. And um, I'll see you tomorrow. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. 
The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 